0: All right, here we go. Episode thirty-two of Rank You Very Much. I'm Paul Fletcher. Hey, I'm Eric Perkins. I'm Ellie Mark, and we have a special guest. Dun dun dun. Yeah, his name is Jason. Hi, Jason. Hey, how you doing, guys? Lovely, Jason Zucker. We should probably. I was gonna say not just specific. any
1: Jason. Let's be clear.
0: Yeah, he was. Uh, he was a Denver University guy, and then he was with the Minnesota Wilds. Go Pios. And what's that? Go Pios! Yeah, all they do is win, mm-hmm. pretty much. I love Absolutely, win. and uh, he's found a new home in Pittsburgh. How many years have you been there now?
2: I uh, just finished my well, two full seasons, three if you include the trade year. It still hurts a little bit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> As a fine. Minnesota sports fan, it stings a little bit.
3: I mean, oh, I, I, it does I, for I, me too. Wish you all the best. I still, I, I always root for you, but gosh, why is he not with us anymore? <laughs> well, I appreciate it, that. It's like
0: it sucks you're not in Minnesota anymore. But at the same time, you're like, well, there's that Malkin guy and that Crosby guy and that Latang guy. Yeah, they're not too bad. You know, <laughs> they're not
2: too bad. Sort of a storied no, franchise. Yeah, yeah, Pittsburgh's amazing. It's such a fanatical sports town. There's so many positives and a couple of negatives to that as well. When you're not when you're not playing well, but True. Um, but overall, I mean, it's phenomenal. You you know all you want when you're an athlete is like that fanatic sports fan yeah. on your side and being a part of it. The playoffs there are just another animal. It's, it's so much fun. So it's, it's been a great spot. That's a,
3: like a low key, sneaky, cool town too. Like, I, like I've been there. It has character, right? I mean, yeah. it's, and, and, and that baseball park's awesome. And it's just like, yeah, there's yeah, a good coming rock.
2: into the city over those bridges. I mean, you've got PNC park. You've got Heinz field that I think they just changed the name. To yeah, something. Renamed I got to figure out what that <laughs> is <laughs> now. It's, it's a really cool, you know, entrance into the city. Interesting fact. I didn't know till I got traded there is they filmed the Batman, the dark Knight there. Ah. Um, but I need to go back and watch the movie again. Cause I, you'd probably be able to tell a little bit better on, from my side, but it's the perfect city for that. And I guess it shut down the city for like Three years. Oh, that's awesome. oh like people, wow. people hated it. Because <laughs> the only way into the city or out of the city is over like five bridges.
0: We're gonna do impromptu Pittsburgh trivia. Are you ready? Oh, How sure. many rivers are there? <laughs> okay, let's move on. Wow. Three, right? I was gonna say two, but is <laughs> <laughs> there three well, wasn't, wasn't three rivers stadium? Wasn't that Oh, maybe. Wasn't that Pittsburgh?
2: Well two so, turn into one.
0: I'm just gonna delete all of this anyway. So it Sometimes I just babble. Not that you wouldn't already know yeah. that. So you're here on behalf of AllTrue. Can you kind of give us the synopsis? If we were to go to AllTrue.com, is that what it is? Yeah. AllTrue.com. What would it say Like that you do? What would yeah. you say you do here?
2: We're essentially an online platform that helps athletes and celebrities raise money for their charities of choice. So we put together once in a lifetime experiences and we create a sweepstakes around it. The whole premise of that is that Typically, if you put an experience like this at a live auction or a silent auction, you're going to get one person that can bid 10,000 bucks, you know, maybe $15,000 for that experience. So it really isolates the three or four people in the crowd that can afford that. Yeah. We're trying to flip that and we're trying to get 10,000 people to bid 10 dollars. And that just amplifies the giving. You know, you're immediately up at that $100,000 mark. You're just raising more money and more awareness. And we can absolutely push this nationwide day one. So, right now, we've got sweepstakes with Adam Thielen for an awesome experience. You get a five day trip to London to watch the Vikings play the Saints. Oh, no gosh. Um, and then the same exact trip for the Saints side, Drew Brees is doing it. So, you get a five day trip to London, watch the Saints Vikings game, and then you get to do a meet and greet post game with Thielen, with Brees. You get signed merchandise and it's all 100% paid for. And the best part is it's going to Adam Thielen's foundation and the Breeze Dream Foundation. So the money's going directly back to there to raise money for for their amazing causes. Was the genesis of this
3: just sort of like going to enough charity events and realizing that there's got to be a twist to this, that we can make it make it yeah. better, more impactful?
2: Yeah, it was kind of twofold. So the one side of it, exactly what you said, is kind of you know the charity aspect of things. It's like, man, for Kyle and I, we were at all the Masonic events because that's what we support. And it's the same five or six people that are mm-hmm. buying all of these packages. We love those people. Yeah, mm-hmm. Keep buying them, yes. please. Yes, But there's not many people that can afford. To. We wanted to make sure that anybody could afford to get these experiences. And that's what's been fun.
3: And again, this platform is called All True. And we should mention the spelling is not as it would seem, right? Yeah, so it's
0: <laughs> A-L-L-T-R-O-O. Got it. For some reason, I always think of kangaroo when I see All True. I, I do, I, too. I just do. But that's why that is- it's our logo. Oh, it is. That's oh, okay. Yeah, is, is that like, why you, you were, thought bro, that? Bro,
1: did you did you not connect the dots there? No,
0: I forgot that that was the logo, <laughs> but it worked. Yeah, hundred percent. Because I, the the, I all true genuinely kangaroo. did the not know kangaroo. that the kangaroo is the logo yet. That's what came to mind. That's so obviously hilarious. it did its job.
2: Yeah, the all true kangaroo, <laughs> or I'm a freaking moron. One of the well, other. We love it. The kangaroo symbolizes always moving forward. Kangaroos mm. can't jump back. That's a fun fact oh. for you. So you're always moving forward, trying to you know revolutionize the charitable giving space and just keep making it' where it's easier for celebrities to get connected with their fan base but also you know amplify their giving
0: you know initially when we discussed topic ideas you suggested top three wine experiences yeah so like mine would probably be the time that i threw up because i had too much um, <laughs> hey. why don't you give us the number
2: one and then we'll
1: get oh,
0: into man. our
2: actual topic. Mine
1: was going to be like Franzia Olympics or something, you know? I don't know yeah, right? see, I love that.
2: <laughs> One is with D-Lin. D-Lin, again, he's the director of wine for Fantesca. He's doing incredible things in the charitable giving space, which is why we partner with him with All True. He's trying to make the wine world more accessible for people of color. And, Ooh. you know, he has an amazing charity um, you can still go on alltrue dot com and check out all the details of that. During COVID, actually, just when COVID was kind of ending, Carly had a birthday. Like, she, I think she turned twenty one um, for that birthday, and uh, <laughs> it was her second birthday in a row that was during COVID. Kind of, so she was wasn't- also her second birthday in a row of being twenty one. Yeah, <laughs> correct. I think the one before might have been twenty. 20- Yeah. 21. Yeah. Uh, And so actually D-Lynn was nice enough to fly to Pittsburgh and we did this dinner at our house and he brought all this incredible wine. And yeah, we tried a 1966, 1979, like all these wines and he was opening them and we had an amazing time. And it was just fun hearing from him the intricacies of old wine like that, that I had never known. So that was a lot of fun. The second one, when we were still here playing for the wild, Carly and I would host a party at our house for the whole team. It was called bring your best bottle night. Ooh. And the whole premise of bring your best bottle night was bring anything, literally bring anything. <laughs> okay. The only rules were this. You'd open the bottle and you'd write your number on the bottle. That's it. Some people ended up with the same bottles of wine. Some people brought stuff from Spain, Napa, whatever. Didn't matter what it was. Didn't matter if it was a thousand dollars or a dollar. Mm-hmm. Bring it. Alex Daylock showed up with Franzia boxed wine <laughs> and Spotted Cow, the beer. Yeah, Oh my That's God. what there he showed go. up with. It was not shocking. Yeah, it was (laughs) so much fun, and that was probably one of our favorite wine experiences. Was just having that, and everyone bringing their own stuff.
1: Stealing that? I love that. It's a great idea. idea.
2: It was a great party. Carly came up with it. I mean, I came up with it.
0: Okay. (laughs) Okay. The first rule of wine that I learned, because I am not by any means an incredibly sophisticated wine person, I you enjoy it say. though. Um, <laughs> but the first thing I ever learned was that a $9 bottle of wine and a $90 bottle of wine can both be fantastic. Yeah. It all just, they're all, I've also had a $495 bottle of wine that was terrible.
2: Yeah. You're a hundred percent right. Carly and I, for our anniversary one year, when we first got into wine, I was like, I'm buying us this bottle. I was like. I found like one it was way too expensive and I'm like we're opening it for our anniversary it's going to be great we hated mm. it absolutely hated it but then did you when, finish it though uh yeah because you spent yeah on, right? of course yeah, yeah. you just choke it down yeah, yeah this yeah. is great Yeah, we started taking shots of it just yeah. to make sure <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> make a mockery
1: throw it
3: back
2: yeah
1: let's go <laughs> thank you
3: very much thank you. Thank you very much. Very, very, very you much. Thank you very much. Thank you very, much. Rank, much. Rank you very much. Uh, thank you very much. Welcome, folks. I'm Ranky Rankerson. And coming up on episode 32. Best scary movie, worst way to feel, (laughs) but first, the crew is joined by NHL hockey play, NHL hockey stud, Jason Zucker, to rank the greatest grapes, er, er, best grapes, best types of wine. That's what I meant. All right, so we're jumping
0: into the first one. This is actually your topic, sir. We're doing the, the, I wanted to call it the greatest grapes, but just the best varietals. Is that what you said? Varietals, yeah. Varietals of wine. Okay, so you're first. Rattles of grapes. Of grapes. My bad. Right. <laughs> that turn into water. Thank you very much.
2: Or rank you very much. <laughs> there Duh! it is. See, you're getting he's, it. I like it. catching on. You can either go first and rattle off your three, or you can make one of us Sure, those. I'll start us off. I'll start us off. So my number three, I'm going a little bit off the board here, is actually a Spanish Rioja. Um <sighs> Yeah, they're one of our favorite wines, and the best part is very inexpensive. My favorite Rioja is $50, and it's absolutely incredible. They have all different classes and and tiers of it, of course.
1: Noted.
3: And just so you know, I think Rioja is red in Spanish. That
2: is.
1: I took German in high school. It's gotten me nowhere. Really good
3: job, Perk. I appreciate that.
0: (laughs)
1: that That's fantastic.
2: (laughs) Okay, my number two is a Brunello de Montalcino. Hold um, on, I got to write this down. Brunellos, they're...
1: Why did we have him go first? You know what? The thing is, They're Jason, Italians. Well, the, they're the Italian is, rats. Uh, no,
0: the, you, I didn't explain the rules. We
2: only use English
0: on this podcast. Did <laughs> <laughs> you say that You're again You're telling in you've
2: never seen a Brunello? Maybe. You for sure have. It's Italian. Oh my God. Mine are Italian be so wines. basic. <laughs> so if you go to any liquor store and you look at the Italian section, the, yes, the yeah, it. you've seen it for sure. Okay. The reason I like those is it's very close to a Pinot Noir. They're very light, um, easy to drink. You can drink them any day of the week with any meal. Realistically, you don't have to pair it You know, with Italian food. Super, super good. All right. phenomenal wine. It's
0: it's really hard to chirp him when he knows way more than
2: we do. I know. and we I don't have, know that much. Know. I'm more curious, like how often are you drinking, Jason? <laughs> um, I am much more of the, I would love to have a glass of like, four different wines than, like, open a bottle and drink the bottle. Got you. We have a bunch of guys in Pittsburgh that are huge wine guys, so we'll do blind tastings at the hotels. That's awesome. You know, things like so that.
3: Are you doing, like, the full-on
2: swirling and sniffing? When and we're like- doing those tastings, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we talk about it, and, you know, we joke and laugh. We try to trick each other and, you know, make it to where it's extremely hard on some, and some you pick ones that everybody's had 15 times, and no one gets it. Oh, funny. Oh, you that's know, great. so, yeah, I so it's, it's kind of fun to do. All right, what's your number one? Continue to embarrass us, please. <laughs> no, I'm going to make it easy. My favorite wine right now is Bordeaux blends. They're Cabernet mainly. They're just going to be a little bit lighter than your typical Napa Cab. When I first got into wine, everything was Napa Cab. I loved the heavy, big, bold red wines, and then I kind of started tapering that back. And Bordeaux is my, my number one, my favorite right now. So that's not pronounced Bordukes? <laughs> Bordukes, actually. Okay. Bordukes, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's all I could add. You know, it's yeah. just like, how yeah, do you yeah. chirp the guy? It's almost impossible. Can't wait to get tongue lashings, though, when I go. Um, <laughs> so who's next, sir? You get to pick. Uh, I want, yeah, look, flesh, yeah. Come on.
1: I love okay, that he great. already called himself basic, so I don't need to go ahead and do that. You
0: know what? I'm not. I like wine. I just don't know. About it, so it is what it is. I'm gonna do my bestest here. Number three, I kind of already gave it away is the uh, the Pinot Noir because most of my wine drinking is surrounded by chicken or steak, and that one's just kind of light yet dry. And you drink the same wine with
1: chicken that you do with steak.
0: I'm just saying that I would be open to a Pinot Noir with either. That's what I'm saying.
1: Okay, I'm judging. But it's number three.
0: Okay, what are you you judging? Give me something, (laughs) loudmouth.
1: Just saying that you probably shouldn't have red with chicken. But.
0: Uh, well, there's a rule in
2: my head that doesn't allow white, so it's going to be red. Okay. And that's okay. why I- like, What would you typically pair with a steak? If you know, it wasn't an option, what else would you choose to pair with a steak? I'll get to that with number two and number one. Oh, oh wow.
0: Okay. Look at you. Well, because most, uh, most everything Dial. is- I primarily drink wine with steak. So that's fair. that's where uh, most enough. of my taste comes from. Number two, I've got a Shiraz because it's just kind of, uh, you know, uh, i mean Australian typically, right? Am I right? The yeah. Shiraz is Australian and the Syrah is American, Californian? I think so. Yeah. I know a little. Look, look some. At you. Yeah, I know some things. Like, um, so uh, but number one, and this one is like my all-time go-to. It's my first preference. Um, and I can even be somewhat regional with it. The Malbec. I just, they're always interesting, savory, tart. I prefer Argentinian because it's a little more fruit forward, uh, but it also does, <laughs> it also does a fantastic
2: job of cleaning the palate in between steak bites. <laughs> Do you know what Argentina's now really known for in their wine? No. Sustainable wine. So they're organic. Ah. So like, like yeah. them even better then. Wine. This
1: may be my that. favorite topic ever because I'm learning so much.
0: You thought it was basic and then you're like, well, maybe not totally basic.
1: Yeah. I mean, you-
0: That's what happens when you think evil thoughts.
1: (laughs) I mean, you pleasantly surprised me.
0: Wait, yay! What did you think was going to be number one?
1: I honestly had no okay, idea. Okay,
0: that's fantastic. Who's next, sir? Let's go, Perk.
3: Yeah. Okay, my number three. We're going Brunello di Montalcino. I no, I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> but I am totally going it's, yeah. it's phenomenal. You'll love it. Okay, good. With that said, I'm going Malbec. I'm on Paul's train. I just think Ooh. it's so consistently good, or at least the ones I've had. I just find it
0: to be interesting too. You never kind of know exactly what to expect. It's always got a little bit of variety to it, I guess.
3: It's a very approachable wine. Yeah. Well, a lot of ways. Maybe
0: needs to be even Number
3: two, and this might be cliche, and if it is, I'm so sorry. But... I said Pinot Noir, dude. Uh, okay, is well, fine. okay, my number two is Pinot Noir, and and here's the deal. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I'm at least going region specific because I just love a Willamette, and I just think that it's on my list in the next like year or to go to Oregon and tour some of those vineyards. My wife is extremely fond of Pinots. I, over time, have become a, a sort of a Pinot guy as well, and so that's my number two. Nice. Okay. I love it. Thanks, bud. And number one, uh, this is, this is a, I got a hard pivot and I might just get totally oh, judged. No. But look, like, we're talking, all, all, everything's been red so far. Yeah. Okay. So I'm so fond of Sauvignon Blanc and I have always just really been enamored by them. I just love the kind of the crispness, the grapefruit kind of vibe to them. And I just, and especially the ones from New Zealand, I always find myself gravitating towards and I, yeah, I'm going white on number one, sorry. No, I'm not sorry. That's what's. That's my number one. I have nothing to say. Okay. Okay. That's a judgment.
1: Is that no. a good oh, okay. nothing okay. to say okay. or okay. a bad? I'm not, nothing mad. To say? Okay. I'm not oh, mad. I'm not <laughs> mad. I'm disappointed. Oh damn <laughs> it! Shoot. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. Now, can we talk through this? Is this too like lowbrow for you, or is no, no, no? There's incredible okay. soft blocks. Absolutely. Okay. okay. I personally am just not a white drinker. Got I. It. Okay. I will have the occasional glass of Chardonnay. I would. personally take a Chardonnay over a Sauvignon Blanc. You know, realistically, the one thing we've learned with wine is it's so vast. Everybody's so different with it. You know, like it's just so crazy. So it's, yeah, it's great. It's fine It's really chirping for chirping's sake yes, Because yeah. there's
0: really no wrong answer Exactly. You like oh, what you like you this know? Topic, I have a really
1: bad feeling y'all are gonna Find all of my answers To well, be wrong
0: I will say this though <clears throat> There's one fantastic reason to have a white That's if you lose a bet
1: oh, oh, Okay
2: on, <laughs> That was pretty good
1: I don't give him a lot of credit
2: I don't normally give him a lot of credit. That was pretty good.
1: That oh, was pretty God. good. Right. Okay. My number three, I'm usually solely a white wine drinker, but oh <laughs> <laughs> to yeah. no one's surprised. On, Thank girl. you. Uh, but my number three, basic. I'm aware if I am going to have a red, I'm going to have a Merlot. I appreciate something that has a little more fruit to it. And no, I don't know regions. I know Merlot versus cap. <laughs> But, oh, no.
0: Ohio makes a great Merlot.
1: Thanks, Fletch. I'm going to add that to my (laughs) list of things to remember moving forward. My number two is, again, very basic, Prosecco, because no one has mentioned any bubbles yet, and that is highly disappointing to me.
3: You go, girl. You go, girl. Why is he leaving the studio?
1: He's coughing, but he's also disappointed in me. It's (laughs) it's a double edged sword. He just was sickened by my choices. like, you know,
3: that's a good base for a mimosa, too, right? Yes,
1: but that's the thing is, you know what's really depressing to me is that, you get Prosecco in the morning and it's sitting there and people are like, uh, what is wrong with you? You're an alcoholic. You add just like a dash of orange juice and they're like, this makes sense. Morning. Like, have
3: uh, you had the little single serving La Marca's? Like, oh, so know- much. Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> yes. Okay. Put them in all the bridesmaids gifts. Okay. Let's go. Exactly. But my number one, know number
0: one, but go
1: ahead. What is it? Moscato. No, actually. Gosh, okay. okay. it might be worse.
0: Oh God.
1: Rose. Sparkling or no? It depends on my mood. <laughs> if, it, if it's a daytime, like I'm getting brunch or it you know happy on if it's hour, or
2: after eight a.m. <laughs> I have to ask why prosecco over like a uh, champagne.
1: I think prosecco has more of a flavor to it, whereas a champagne is just like dry and like bleh.
2: I don't like champagne either. Okay. Except when you hoist the cup, then Then it's <laughs> on. Then, well, then you're not even drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> so I love it,
0: but I'm not drinking it then. I'm with you. Champagne after a Stanley Cup, my guess is it's like, mm, I'm getting a, a touch of eyebrow.
2: <laughs> it's just drained down my face. You know, it's like, it's and then it's in really your beard to that point. Yeah. I don't think you care what you're drinking, yeah. I, don't think you're, I don't think you care what the consumption is. It's just something out of that cup.
1: Yes, yes, that's yeah. fair. And
2: it Dude. will all taste It could phenomenal. even
1: be rosé. Uh- <laughs>
2: 100%. Why not?
1: I'm <laughs> a little ashamed, but also just learn to embrace it.
2: Be you, girl. Be you. <laughs> I have a fun little fact about rosé that I, I learned when it. I was in Napa. We're doing a winery tour um, for this winery called Martin Estate. And the owner, she does all the tours, and she goes, did you know that rosé is basically runoff? This is a real fact. And so she goes, the way that Rosé started was they were making Cabernet and after they ferment it out of the barrels, there's always some that's left in the bottom of the barrel. So they just drain it. So one day, one of the winemakers grabbed a glass, scooped it, drank it and said, this is phenomenal. I love that. (laughs) And that's how Rosé started. It was essentially runoff of Cabernet. Now wineries have started making it Purposefully. purposefully, but that's also why it's so inexpensive is it's essentially, not even essentially, it is the runoff of Cabernet. Now, it's not always Cabernet. It can be Pinot Noir, it can be others, but it's- There's a lot of pressure
0: on you and me right now because Jason has just thrown a softball at like 80 miles an hour down the pipe. One of us needs to hit it out of the park.
1: Yeah, what are you about to say about me?
0: I don't know. I'm trying to figure, there's a lot of pressure right now. I'm trying to figure it out. I think we should move on to
1: the next topic. I guess the
0: first Uh, thing that comes to mind is we now know, you know, that she was born and raised in Red Wing
3: she's bottom of the barrel. What are you saying? I'm going no, what are you saying? What are you saying? <laughs> Let's just keep it friendly. Hey Jason.
0: Thanks a bunch for coming in and playing yes, our of course, playing our silly this has little been game. So and, fun. and my like, god, yeah. opening our eyes. So what is that? Is yeah. it uh, Martin Estates Rosé? Is that Martin what she Estate, should look Rose. for? Yeah. Okay, Martin that's what Estate. I'll be looking it's for. phenomenal. That now rich. your rosé life is going to be even better. <sighs> thanks to Jason Zucker. Yeah. Yes. Thanks again, dude. Alltrue.com. a l t r o o.com. Look for, the, look for the kangaroo, we learned.
2: Yeah, and we're going to have some great new experiences coming up soon, but you can still get in on Drew Brees, Adam Thielen, Kyle Rudolph, Chef Gavin Kaysen, and Danielle Blute are doing a private dinner in New York City. That's insane. Um, So you can get in on all these, and they're all going to just incredible causes. If you go on the website and go to the actual experience page itself, it shows you everything about their charities, which is the most important side of this. So Amazing. go check it out, and uh, we've got some new ones coming up soon.
1: Yeah, thanks for joining us.
2: I'm going to throw rare... Your
0: way, and I mean this sincerely. I'm not chirping you. Oh, Thanks no. for thank being you. you. Oh, well, thank you, I dude. That. You know what? It's one thing to be a good skater and to you know hit the post a bunch, but <laughs> it's another thing to be a good yeah. human, yeah. Well, beyond that, so I appreciate that. Can't do it. We're without, lucky to have you, you know, in
2: Minnesota for real. Well, thank you. Appreciate you guys having me on. Topic two best scary movie. I'm not a huge scary movie guy
3: as Paul cracks open his diet, dude. With that said... I'm not either, so this is going to be Neither am I, oh man. I've <laughs> certainly seen my share. I often veer towards scary, suspenseful versus horror. Same. Yes. Same. Okay, well then
1: this is going to be a good one because I feel like people appreciate the mind thrillers almost more
3: absolutely I, yeah this is to be clear this is not necessarily horror this is scary whatever's frightening <laughs> freaks yeah. you out the most yes number three you can you remember you can delegate I know but oh. I'm starting Paul okay well, I'm going with the Blair Witch Project when this first came out I was all in on it oh my god is this a document? is this a true story I, and they yeah. left that to breathe for a while too or I, you didn't know for I sure I bit hard when I was in the theater was utterly freaked out yeah and it mm-hmm. was awesome I think I may have even Peed my pants. Number 2. <laughs> Were you let down when you found out it wasn't real? No, okay. I thought it was genius yeah, because it was well at the time it was that sort of take on something was way cutting edge and yeah. i was really impressed by the whole production that's terrific number two i'm going jaws i was a kid when this came out classic L- and was horrified utterly horrified and over time you know going to universal studios and seeing the you know there's you know all that stuff and knowing spielberg was and seeing all the behind scenes you he realize that like i was ridiculous to be this scared by it but mm-hmm. at the time I was afraid to go in the water for about three years. And I'm not the only one. I think that was just like such a powerfully disturbing movie from the opening scene that I was, uh, I was shook. And number one scariest movie of all time, I'm going way OG on this, and I'm sticking to it. Psycho. The original. The original Psycho with Anthony Perkins, and I <laughs> I still get freaked <laughs> out. If I watched that movie today, I would still be freaked out. And I, yeah, it was just like that haunting. It caused tremors through my entire body. Oh, that's, well, that's tremors. That's not good. Tremors.
0: Did you have to take like a Quaalude or something?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Who's next, sir? Ellie.
1: Oh! Here we go. This is number three on my list because the ending kind of ruins the movie, but it's really good until the end. Signs. I am not a huge scary movie person. I love the psychological thrillers a lot more, but Signs was one of those movies. I really liked it. And then at the end, they show the scary thing, and it makes it a lot less scary. And I was like, ah, oh, that kind of ruined it. So it's yeah. on my list because I like it, but it's my number three. I think
3: M. Night is just a baller. Yeah. Right? I he mean is so, kind of badass. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Number two, I'm surprised this wasn't on your list, but maybe it'll be on yours, Fletch, and it's The Shining. I actually didn't watch this movie until... Couple years ago, same. And when I watched it, I was like, "Oh, I get it now." And whenever I'm bleeding or anything, I just go up to my mom and I'm like, "Red Rum." And so, <laughs> you know, it's good when you're quoting it in everyday life.
0: You know what that movie is? Is a uh, uh, it's creepy. Yes. It's just the whole thing is just like,
1: and I love it's unsettling. It. Yes, that's another word
0: for it. Oh, that's yeah, a good one. And is. that
1: is the perfect word for my number one. Okay, Clarice, Silence oh. of the Lambs. Yeah. Oh God, it's so good. Like I said, don't like scary movies but I enjoy watching this one. I just love things that keep you on the edge of your seat without making you necessarily jump. Like I hate that type of scary movie mm-hmm. and this oh, Clarice. I want to have a cat and name it Clarice just so I can do that.
0: People will say we're in love, Clarice.
3: Zucker could have ranked uh, Chianti.
0: He could have but he didn't. Yeah. Okay. Nope. Mm-hmm. I think that movie probably ruined Chianti for a lot of people.
1: <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs>
0: No, I won't have a Chianti with a side of human fingers. Silence of the Lambs was one of my last cuts.
1: Oh, really? Yeah,
0: because I just, I deemed it to not quite be as scary. And that, since that was right. the assignment, I don't disagree with you. I'm just, I'm not That's chirping fair. you. I'm just saying. It's I, a fair statement. You have to get. When you whittle down to three,
1: right?
3: You got to get.
0: Technical. See,
1: I only had
3: three. I'm going to jump in here as wedge police and say that that was a really clever way to wedge in a number four. I'm just saying, like that was it sure. really. It wasn't, it wasn't my catch. number four. It wouldn't have been four. But i am saying it was seamless? It was. It was almost like playing off the segue. Oh, I'm going to disguise it as a segue, but actually, I'm wedging.
1: I like you as the wedge police. Give him a ticket. What's right, his let's fine? Let's do that.
3: We should get a sponsor for that too. <laughs> The Wedge Police
0: with Perk. Although you've been more of a Wedge Policer. Maybe. Wedge Officer. <laughs> you could be the Wedge Deputy.
1: I'd like to be the Sheriff. Pew, no, pew. Nope,
0: he's the Sheriff. He just claimed it. Okay. Am I going now? Yeah. Number three for me is, it's just a little creepier. Than the one that you said, and that's what the deciding factor was. I was gonna say something else, but I'll get in trouble with the wedge police, so I'm good. just gonna stop. Keep it. Number three is seven. Mm. good one, Paul. Oh,
1: I don't think is I've that seen David that.
0: Fincher. Uh, I, I don't know who did it. I don't know. I'm who, pretty sure it's yeah. David Fincher, Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, Gwyneth Paltrow's head in a box. Oh, oh, I
1: need to see this.
0: And what? Please note for the jury that she got excited when I mentioned Gwyneth Paltrow's head in a box. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not Brad Pitt. Like when... <laughs> nah,
1: yeah. I want a head in the box.
0: And then, and it's kind of the coming out party for Kevin Spacey. Oh, so, yeah, it's uh, it's quite good. It's just demented. Yeah. And, and it's dis- not scary. It's, it's really, really just disturbing. messed up. Yeah. yeah, it's disturbing that way in that you'll have nightmares. So that <laughs> qualifies as perfect. Scary. My number two is a very little known movie that we happened to watch. Basically, I had a buddy in town. I lived in Omaha. And we were going to do a movie night because none of us felt like going out, blah, blah, blah. Me, my wife, and him. So back in the day when you went to the movie store and got a movie and couldn't decide on something. So we just grabbed it. Miele? Jehovah, bitch was in it. It's called the Fourth Kind. Mm. Have Never you seen it? it? No, I've not. Mm-mm. Absolutely freaking terrifying. Mm. Um, I I don't even know. It's sort of a alien, but it brings in religion as well. And anytime mm. you bring in religion, it's, it
1: gets creepy.
0: And we're talking about like crossing through universes, I guess, or like yeah. it, it's. But it also very realistic. Like yeah. if you believe in that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah legit just got shivers down my spine
1: I don't know if I want to watch it but I am sure there are many listeners who enjoy scary movies who haven't heard of that who are really going to appreciate are you done shivering I,
0: like those were legit
1: you just did it like eight times uh, bro that chill movie
0: is because I'm thinking of this one scene
1: okay what's your number one
0: a quiet place
1: oh I haven't seen it yet. That is
0: my kind of horror. That's like new school. That's Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, I was not expecting that.
0: That movie is genius. Is it? Yeah. You've got this post-apocalyptic situation. Yep. Aliens are on our planet. And by the way, they can't see so good, but they can hear everything. So you have to be silent. Try to do a movie this day and age, essentially silent.
1: Yeah.
3: John Krasinski- Holy moly.
1: I mean, he in this,
0: it, but he also
3: re- wrote and directed it. And I think what nailed me on this movie was that, was that there were kids involved. And, you know, mm-hmm. like the kids were in peril as and well. And they were and really I, good, too, the yeah, actors. That was harsh. That's an all-time great movie. It's a good one.
1: Reminds me a lot of Bird Box. Bird so, Box
0: came out after. But, okay. yes, same kind of a bit. Okay.
1: And I watched Bird Box because everyone watched Bird Box. I didn't. I never saw it. Yeah, don't. I didn't. No, I'm telling oh. you, you don't have to. No,
0: I'm not going to. Uh, but A Quiet Place was brilliant. I highly recommend
1: Noted.
3: Topic three, worst way to feel.
1: There are so many different feelings in the world. Happy, sad. But like.
3: I really have to fart.
1: The things that take control (laughs) of your body and distract you to the point where you can't function because your body is a certain way.
3: Right.
0: This is not ailments, by the way.
1: No. It's not
0: emotions either. It's this weird place in between.
1: Right. So I struggled with how to describe it, but I came up with worst Feelings. Worst
3: um, ways to feel. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Fletch,
1: I'm going to have you go first. Oh, boy.
3: There's so much pressure.
1: Well, you went last on the last one, and yeah. so I needed to mix things up. You
0: know what? People want to hear me. I mean, so I'll go oh, first.
1: Okay, I should have just taken that back.
0: <laughs> I'm kidding. All right, number three is the feeling of being rushed.
1: Oh.
0: You know, one. like I have to be somewhere at 11. And GPS says 1102 and the tension kicks in. I'm squeezing the steering wheel. The anxiety, all of that comes rushing in at once.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a good one. Yep. All right. I feel like this is going to not be very argumentative, but yeah, enlightening.
0: Probably right. Mm-hmm. My number two uh, with a bullet because- It's
1: your number two. You can't give it a bullet. Why can't it have a bullet? Because it's number two. Okay, it's a rubber number- bullet. Oh,
0: it's okay. a soft pellet.
1: <laughs> um, <a> baby gun. <laughs> it's, yeah,
0: sure. No, uh, my number two, I've joked about this. My wife and I have talked about how we're moving to Nova Scotia. I hate the heat.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: feeling like overheated. I've had moments where we've actually done some research. It turns out that us guys can get hot flashes too.
1: Oh, interesting. And I've had
0: moments where I've been sitting in the basement, the coolest, darkest room in the house, and I'll just be sweating and I can't stop. Uh,
1: Perk, what do you want to say? What's wrong with you? (laughs) It's like like a new girl when Winston comes around and he's like, I am also PMSing because you're PMSing. And it's not.
0: It's legit. Google it, son. Okay. Okay. I'm not saying that they're hot flashes, but we've tried to figure it out because it's like I'm sitting in one place doing nothing and the back of my hair is sweaty. Now I'm a sweaty person. Yeah. But I can relate. I just I can't stand it because
1: I would much rather be too cold yeah. than too hot.
0: You can put day. on two layers of socks. You can put on sweats and you can
1: only be so naked. Yeah, you can't Especially get any naked in public.
0: And right. Thank you for observing that social contract. <laughs> You're welcome. <sighs> Number one though, sleep deprived. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Wow. Maybe that's how you feel right now. Oh my gosh, he pulled an Ellie. He pulled an Ellie and he made up a thing. It's the first
0: time ever I was going to say sleep deprived and then my brain said sleep deprivation and then the two combined together (laughs) to make sleep... I don't even know what I said.
1: I don't either. Sleep deprived.
0: You kind of get that like, you feel like you're floating in space almost Mm -hmm. and your eyelids actually hurt and you have zero motivation to move. I hate it. I'm utterly useless when I'm tired. So uh, sleep deprived is number one.
1: (laughs) I think you might be sleep deprived at the moment. I think we need to come up
3: with a a sleep deprived shirt.
1: (laughs) Sleep deprivised. (laughs) Jeez. That's better than anything I've come up with. Let's be clear. Yeah, Burke, I want you to go next. Okay.
3: Worst ways to feel. Your um, whiskers are sleep deprived. My number three. <laughs> I hate the feeling of having a bad hair day,
1: and this is this is such a perk thing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god!
3: I really Says him. Like to to the point where it's all I think about. And it, can't, can't you just be thankful that you have hair still? Yeah. I suppose. Here's the problem. I mean, you're really old. The percentages of me having a bad hair day are pretty high. Like so, I'm used to having bad hair days a lot, right? I have a hard time functioning because it's all I think about. Wow. I mean, it's a little weird, I know. It is. That's you know, very weird, yeah, but it is hair. very perk. Yeah, it's bad. bad. It's very
1: perk it's moment. It's as
3: perkish as it gets. Um, the number two is when I really have to go like diarrhea. <laughs>
1: He can't even say it without laughing because he actually, he may be the oldest, uh, but he's got a mind of a six year old.
3: Yeah, he's not wrong on this, by the way. Like when you're doubled over, like just trying to not, this is not an often thing. It's, it's when the, you can't Every trust so if you often. have to fart. It doesn't or have or to not. be. Yeah. It's called <laughs> <Yeah. like, laughs> oh gambling gosh. and losing. I have to get to a bathroom. This is awful.
0: I'm going to ask you the same thing you asked me. What is wrong with
3: you? <laughs> <laughs> One, worst ways to feel, motion sickness.
1: Oh, that's a good one. I just cannot
3: cope when I'm motion sick. I feel like Mm -hmm. if this was the family feud, that might have been the number one answer. Especially like, say, I'm on one of those spinny rides at an amusement park. To where it's just, I'm so affected that like, my whole world is rocked.
1: Yes. Yeah, car sickness. I can't even,
3: uh, I just want to. uh, I can't
1: believe I forgot that one. Yeah, that's a really good one, actually. That is such a good one. (sighs) Well, okay. My number three is... Actually, in line with one of yours, Fletch, you called it being rushed. Mine is just being late. I do not like being late. And so my heart rate goes up. My Fitbit's like, hey, you need to do deep breathing. And I'm like, shut up. I don't have time for this. Number two, though, is one we haven't discussed. And it's being over caffeinated. You know, when you're sleep deprived and then you drink some caffeine and you're like, oh, that didn't do the trick. So then you drink some more and then you can't calm down.
3: That's when I just want to go in the closet in a fetal position and hide in a corner. Yes. And yeah. cry. But
1: like, the thing is you can't sit still. So you want to do that because you're like, this is an awful sensation. Yeah. But then you're sitting still and you're like, I need to do something with myself. But then you start moving and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so overcaffeinated, I'm going to throw up. I do this to myself all too often. <laughs> if you haven't
0: picked up on So you on know, that. I don't drink the coffee, yes. right? And yes. diet do doesn't really have the impact that coffee does. No. But for some reason, I, in fact, I stopped taking it with my terrible allergies. I think it was yeah it was Zyrtec.
1: Yes! That's a perfect felt example. Like yeah, you just I felt stopped. Buzzing, I was like, man. you know what?
0: I would rather have a sinus infection than feel like this. Yeah, so that's that, tough. Have you ever had sinus pressure up in your head? Yeah. How miserable is that? That's awful. I would rather have that and be Mr. Jittery. Like I can't even write because my hands are shaking. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, fun fact about me, I have benign tremors too. Like my hands shake no matter what. And then if I get over caffeinated, it's to the point where I can't even like take a sip of water because my hand is shaking so much. I just spill it everywhere. This is
0: what it sounds like when Ellie tries to wipe sweat off her face.
1: (laughs) Basically. What just
3: happened?
1: (laughs) Anyways, number one, (laughs) and frankly, I think this number one comes from the fact that if you follow me on Instagram, you saw that I consumed a lot of food at the Minnesota State Fair. Oh, being full. Being so full, you can't do anything. You just have to sit in it. And bonus points, if you're full and hot. Oh, Oh, God. Even worse, man. But yeah. Just kill me. Yes. Worst way to feel.
0: It's not a bad take at all. Do you have any
3: thoughts? You've been quiet.
1: I know. I'm waiting for something. <laughs> I just
3: picture her full and hot and hot and motion sick because she just came off a ride and then <laughs> stressed about being late because she's running late now because she went on the
0: ride and she's like, my "Oh my god, this nightmare. is
1: like, at
3: least sitting on the couch." <laughs>
0: In like some boy shorts or something, and nothing else, so her tummy like out to here, just like looks like Al Bundy, right? Oh God, oh God. I'm so hot and so full. I don't like these visuals. I shouldn't have eaten that last can quesadilla.
1: This just, can we just have this be the end of the episode? Thank
3: you very much. Thank you very much. Original theme created by Walk Off The Earth. Interact with the show on social media at Rank You Pod. <laughs> Thank you, thank you, thank you, comma, thank you. Thank you very much.
2: I'm I'm not mad. I'm I'm not mad. I'm (laughs) I'm disappointed. Oh, (laughs) damn it.